They invade your privacy. You've just won a timeshare vacation at Immokalee Resorts. They interrupt your meal. This is the Police Benevolent Association. Really, we're really affiliated with that. We even have bumper stickers. They are telemarketers. And since they found their way around call blocking with fake phone numbers, it seems there's no escape. But now there's help with the new Telemarketing Defense Manual. This easy-to-use guide provides inventive new ways to fight back against these telemarketing terrorists, like the gay twister. Hello? Is this the Ignat Bernbart home? Who is this? Mr. Bombardnik, have you heard about our... You sound hot. Huh? Have you ever had a man before? Oh, Mr. Bombardnik, I'm calling to tell you about... Are you a bottom or a top? Learn how to use your phone as a weapon with the feedback method by simply holding your handset over the mic of your speakerphone. Hello. Hello. I'd like to tell you about our new carpet cleaning service. I think you'll be amazed at... Hey! Ow! Yes, now you can wage your own private war against the scourge of telemarketing with the Telemarketing Defense Manual. To get your copy, one of our friendly account executives will be contacting you soon. Hello. Hello. Can I interest you in the Telemarketing Defense Manual? It's fun with Britney Summers on the Brit Summers Show. Last time I played this one, the orange puke grew in this country and this song. On her way to work one morning, down the path. Along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Believe me. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Sigh. The vicious sake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night and as soon as she arrived, she found that pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Side that vicious sake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in, by now, oh heaven, you wouldn't have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying thank you, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Side the vicious snake. I have saved you, cried the woman. And you've bitten me, heavens, why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Oh, shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Side the vicious snake. Side the vicious snake. Side the vicious snake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Believe me. Believe me. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brit Summer Show. 
where you can be assured of up-to-date information that will be totally irrelevant and entirely useless by the time you hear this show. It's, it's impossible. How many times have I said that? Impossible to do a, a issue-oriented program when the issues, when the topics uh, become irrelevant by the time you get the show done. I mean... I, I give up with that. So uh, just uh, as you listen, bear in mind everything that's happened since. Uh, I couldn't read the future, and I, I, I'll probably cover it uh, way late when I come back. <laughs> well, there's been, there's been a little bit of good news. I would say a silver lining, a little tiny silver lining for those in the know, and that is Sheldon Adelson is dead. Yeah, Sheldon Adelson, for those who wouldn't otherwise know, he is the Republican version of Michael Bloomberg, a billionaire who has the resources to make the media do what it wants, and politicians too. Uh, he, he's taken newspapers and changed them to say only his opinion. Sound familiar, Mr. Murdoch? Yeah, it's the same thing. And the right-wing racists and Nazis are quick to point out, oh, oh, what about George Soros? What about him? What about George Soros? He's a, 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 a Jew. George Soros wouldn't give us the sweat off his balls. George Soros wouldn't buy you a cup of coffee. Don't take it from me. Take it from every Democrat across this country. Have you got a check from George Soros? Maybe during a campaign cycle, yeah, but that's, that's about it. No, so, Shelly Adelson. Bye, bye, bye. And the other silver lining, of course, second only to Adelson dying. <laughs> Is uh, it's good to see evil croak. It's just a nice feeling. It's it, it's cleansing. Is of course the uh, impeachment. Oh, yeah, second time in a row for the orange douchebag, and he and he deserves worse, worse. The only president in history to be impeached twice. Oh, yes, yes. In his case, I would say that it was a mild consequence for what he's done the last four years, but I'll take it. All right. Now, in the course of the last show, you know, it was still going on, so it was hard to cover everything that was happening, but uh, the Capitol Police, I made mention last week that uh, they were probably trained like uh, security guards. Turns out I was wrong, and, and how about that? A talk show host who admits they're wrong. <laughs> how rare is that? Yeah, because I wasn't uh, aware of how they were trained or what their backgrounds were. I thought they were just like mall cops. And it turns out, in some cases, they are. Uh, and in other cases, they actually have military training and background. Uh, but that show was uh, put in a can before. And before the other officer committed suicide over that following weekend. So I, I didn't know. Uh, but now I do. And I was asking at the time. And you'll recall last show, where was everybody? Where was the National Guard? Where was the FBI? Where was the... Uh, by the way, it turns out some of the FBI and some of the CIA, some of the Secret Service were part of it. Not a lot, but enough douchebags where there should be some court-martialing and some firings going on and some jail time. Uh, I'm certain that in the case of active military personnel that were in that mob... Uh, they will be facing court-martial. You're not going to hear about it because military is different about that sort of thing, yeah. Military justice is a little bit different than what you're used to. They don't a cotton, as Tom Cotton would say, to insurrection. And by the way, Tom Cotton's been very quiet. Uh, they don't like insurrectionists, especially in the military itself. Even if they're Republican or conservatives, or you're military personnel. I mean, you're entitled to your political opinions, but not to act on it. That's just military code. You just don't do that. No. Remember Private Manning? Not that long ago? Or probably, I don't know. Uh, Chelsea, now called Chelsea Manning. I forgot her, her boy name. Uh, which, by the way, during her trial, uh, 
I thought that was just a defense tactic. That, oh, she's really a trans woman and all that. During the trial, I thought it was just a last-ditch effort to get her off the charges. But turns out they were on the square. She really is a trans woman. But do you remember what happened with her? Court-martialed and sent to the brig for actually doing something that anybody who was not in the military should have done. Exposed a war crime. However, when you're in the military, you just don't do that. And, <laughs> because you're in the military. You're sworn to keep this nation's secrets and, and you're sworn uh, the loose lips sink ships and all this. You just don't do that in the military. And that's what that's why she didn't have a case. It's not the reason why she did it. It's that you just don't do it. Now, the way it should have went is if she had waited for her discharge and she was a, a private citizen and then released that to the Times or the Post or whatever it was. Uh, OK, but not while you're in the service. And these people, the reason I'm drawing a line to that is because these animals that don't belong in the military, don't belong in our armed services. And then don't kid yourself. We, <laughs> I know. Thank you for your service and all that. We've got our share of nutballs in there. And evidently they found each other online. If you watch the movie Dirty Dozen, <clears throat> that's what that's about. The oddballs, the misfits. Oh, yeah, I don't think that they're, they're all Gene Autry. Uh, I mean, they're, they're just not. Look at Mike Flynn. He's no uh, General Mattoon Scott, if you remember Seven Days in May. But they're going to get their comeuppance eventually. And what I here's what I don't understand about the FBI. They've got resources available where they get from a snapshot. They can ID everybody in that photo. And they're asking our help to search for these perpetrators, which, by the way, should have been apprehended that day. So why are they? Why why did they wait? Well, obviously, we have no leadership. Uh, we, we will soon, but at that stage, we didn't have any leadership to call the shots, and all we had in place were Trump appointees who were loyal lickspittle. And uh, didn't know what to do. Had their head up their ass. But the FBI, you would think, <laughs> would have no problem IDing these, these idiots. But but they, they didn't. A lot of cases, many of them, not enough, many of them have been arrested and uh, uh, charged. Uh, and they're going to continue to charge him, which is the good, good news. I, I guess because the U.S. attorney hasn't been assigned yet or something, but they charge him with uh, trespassing, something minor, just to hold them. But they will be charged with federal crimes. The worst is yet to come for them. But it, it, it's, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of silly that they're asking us uh, to uh, help them ID. But when they got all this face recognition software, they got uh, DNA, uh, fingerprints, uh, feces samples. Can you imagine these, these pigs? Well, they are pigs. They're hillbilly pigs, pooping and urinating inside their offices just for that alone. <laughs> what would happen to anybody who went in there and did that in the U.S. Capitol building? What would happen to you? And yet they, on that day, they let them just walk home or drive home. Or in Ginny Thomas's case, Clarence's insane wife she helped pay for their transportation that's been confirmed so do you think we can impeach clarence thomas by association i don't know no i don't know but it sure would be nice i've had enough of that fat slob who's done absolutely nothing since he's been on the bench uh i'm just fed up with him with him and his wife his lazy approach to justice, his just uh, rubber stamping whatever uh, Republicans want, and, and all the way back to the, the pubic hair on the soda can. Clarence Thomas is a douchebag. Oh! Yeah, maybe we can get rid of him. We'll have a Department of Justice in place just uh, in a short while, just a, f just a few moments from now. Well, let's get the impeachment rolling on him. We got to clean up. I mean, Chad Wolf. Hey, how's hey Chad? Where are you? Yeah, Chad Wolf, the acting head of the uh, Homeland Security. He just got up and went. 
bring him up on charges. But because, you know, it's, he's the uh, first security department head who has resigned his job he never had to begin with. So, yeah. Chad Wolf. And how do we notice? Because it, it was up to him ultimately to deploy the National Guard or any of the armed services. And uh, what, did, what did Chad Wolf do? Yeah, just just ask Larry Hogan. Hogan. Just ask Larry Hogan, he'll tell you. Secretary of Defense said, what, in, in denying authorization for the Maryland National Guard, what was the reason given? None of us really spoke to the Secretary of Defense, um, but we were repeatedly being told by the uh, National Guard at the national level that we did not have authorization. I was actually on the phone with uh, Leader Hoyer, who was pleading with us to send the guard. He was yelling across the room to uh, Schumer, who, and they were back and forth saying, we, we do have the authorization. And I'm saying, I'm telling you, we do not have the authorization. Um, and so we had multiple times, the general was, we running up the flagpole, we're ready, don't have authorization, don't have authorization. Can't tell you what was going on on the other end, on the decision-making process, there's been lots of speculation in the media about that. But I, I, I'm not privy to what was going on inside the White House or inside the Pentagon. And these dirty cops that were there. Yeah, cops from all over the country. Uh, racist cops. You know, the ones that uh, killed the blacks in the cars for a broken taillight. They were all there. All the racist cops. And uh, is anything going to happen to them? No. No, because their actions are embraced by the police unions. And a police union is, if you ever saw a Klan rally, I mean, a real one where they're burning the cross and they have hoods on, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a police union. And something else i got to say about that uh, from last week, because it <laughs> moves so fast. But I have to say that the, the Democrats got to give them credit where it's doo-doo, and that is uh, they moved fast. I really had my doubts that they could impeach him this fast. They did. They moved swiftly and justifiably so. It, it goes beyond, well, this should never happen. No, it is sacred ground. If you're going to do that on our nation's capital, <clears throat> this again, and he's right. Joe Biden said this was not a protest. This was a raid on our United States Capitol. And... It should be treated as a terrorist act. And again, congratulations to the corporate media press for actually categorizing this white trash out there as being terrorists. They are terrorist cells. They have such things as uh, catch-and-kill squads, murder squads. They were dispatched during that uh, mob raid. And you think he was upset about Twitter? Well, they went ahead and shut down Parler. They had to go underground. They're on the dark web. They're still online. They're on the dark webs. And then there's another app that they're using based out of <laughs> Dubai. Do, 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 Dubai. A place that, that owes its success. I'm betting short on 9-11 because prior to 9-11, Dubai, again, was a strip of sand. But that's their buddies in Dubai. It's funny how the, how the uh, pro-American uh, exceptionalist uh, flag-waving uh, dirtbags, we don't like Muslims, we hate them, except for Ali Akbar, he's all right. And, uh, of course, Saudi Arabia, du -du Dubai, and uh, the Russians. Those are their partners now. Those are their pals. Those are their buddies. So uh, Dubai provided a nice new app for them to use. Other than that, they have to go underground to the uh, dark web, the shadow web. <laughs> if you've ever seen the dark web, it's, it's not like the uh, internet you're used to. It, with lots of pictures and bright, colorful things, it looks like a DOS screen. It's just text. But that's where uh, they're relegated to now. And the ones that are in hiding... They're hiding. I'm a big, tough patriot. The TV and the radio calls me a patriot, so therefore I'm a patriot. They're hiding. And it, there was one, that the one that was pooping on uh, Nancy Pelosi's desk with his feet and uh, smelling up her office and probably uh, urinated in there. His, his name was Big O. Uh, pretty good size inbred. And uh, 
when he, I heard him talking, I had to laugh. Guys, he talked. You know who he sounded like? He sounded like this fella right over here. Howdy do to you and you. It's me, it's me, it's Ernest T. <laughs> they, all, they all talk like Ernest T. Bass. Yep. Well, they arrested Big O. And, and uh, well, why don't you tell us where you were hiding? Old man Kelsey's woods. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ask a Trump supporter if they know how to count. <laughs> Rhythmatech, two and two. Four. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me do your real hard one. Uh, let me see, uh, 25 and 25. Uh... And you know what happened when they did apprehend him and the uh, FBI said, you're under arrest. Surrender, you're surrounded. <laughs> he said. Surrender? <laughs> and I... Exclusive on the Brit Summer Show, I happen to have some of his interrogation audio right here. I ain't talking. I ain't talking. The more you're asking, the more I'm balking. <laughs> he only answered one question. Why Why did you go to the Capitol? I just don't cotton all this. Too daggone many rules. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's the level of intellect. That's the brilliance of a Trump supporter. Ain't that right? And you ain't heard the last, Ernest T. Bass. And speaking of hiding, I'd like to know why Representatives Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Greene were hiding last week. What were they hiding from? It was their people that were raiding that building. These uh, two crazy bitches. With, uh, I'll carry my guns. I'm proud to be American. Yeah, well, you weren't doing nothing about that then because your buddies were there. Lauren Boebert. She was issuing directives uh, telling give, uh, and Marjorie Greene, uh, giving, uh, texting out the location of uh, our representatives the location of nancy pelosi the location of uh, whoever else was in the building they're culpable they're part of this and they should be brought to justice they should be brought to justice they should be expelled immediately out of that building and of course the the right wing radio is going to say well look at the democrats they took over and they're getting rid of all our representatives no 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 you, no 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 stupid you can vote for someone else. Just those two bitches, they gots to go. And if you don't want to take my word for it, listen to my new hero, representative from St. Louis, Corey Bush. When I went in, there was a line of people that were waiting to go through the metal detectors. Um, so in the place where I was, people were just waiting in line and we went through um, without incident. But for those that did that first of all we're talking about your job let's just be let's just look at it from the most basic level if you work at mcdonald's you have to wear the uniform or you're not working today you know if you are you know wherever you are when you you're told this is what yeah. you have to do this is what you have to do or you're not working and i don't know maybe it's because they, i don't know have they ever had a job before also how do you get on a plane you have to go so to say that this is against your rights do you do do you rush through and not go through the detector of uh, the metal detectors when you're trying to get on the plane? Like that's a bunch of bull crap. Again, that is them trying to push the limits as far as they can. We have Congress members who have said that they want to carry their guns on the floor, on the House floor. We have Congress members who bring their guns to the our office buildings. This is where we should feel safe, but you're bringing your guns to the office building. I don't feel safe yeah. around that. Many people don't feel safe with that. And you know what? If you won't abide, if they won't abide by the simple things that this, this job calls for, then go find another one. Cori Bush? Oh! She kicks ass. I'm impressed with her. Wow. Not to mention, she introduced H.R. 25, which is a House Resolution to expel these treasonous douchebags who don't belong in our Capitol building. And good for her. Oh! We would have been shot. Yeah. We would have been tear gas. We would rubber bullets. That would have happened before we made it there. We need to call it what it is. It's white supremacy. It was white privilege. And it was the call of our president. And it was encouraged by our Republican colleagues. And that is why every single one of them, especially because they have been the ones trying to steal this election. That's why we are calling for them to be removed. They should not be seated. Yeah. Will it pass? Uh, will it get far? I, I don't, nobody really knows right now. We won't know till after next week. And don't forget, we're going to have... Uh, 
Merrick Garland, who I want to be, I, I so want to be wrong about Merrick Garland. But if you've seen him and his speeches and what little interviews, he's very private. Uh, <laughs> he strikes me as your garden variety spineless center-right Democrat, but who knows? I could be wrong and I want to be wrong. But damn it, we're going to need a U.S. Attorney General who does his job, who will prosecute these treasonous douchebags as they so deserve. But Cory Bush, I say it again, wow, don't take no crap from nobody. And she's a firebrand, something that the Democrats don't have. Well, Katie Porter, we have her. Let's see, who's out there, balls out, fist flying in the air? Who's that? Uh, just uh, Katie Porter and uh, Cory Bush. And to some degree, Eric Swalwell, eh, a little bit. But uh, we need our uh, Jim Jordans out there. <clears throat> they uh, <laughs> Only our Jim Jordans take baths. I think when uh, the vermin was uh, invading the Capitol building, pooping and peeing all over the place, it was hard to tell if Jim Jordan was nearby. <laughs> but thank you, Corey Bush, and thank you, St. Louis, for voting for someone who we need now more than ever. She is a gift. You're listening to KXOK. St. Louis. I know I used to play this a lot, but it never gets old. There we go. Hey, y'all. My name is Clarence Eugene Thomas, President Bush's nominee for the Supreme Court. And you know, there's lots of people out there that think just because I smoked a little marijuana when I was in college. Yeah, it wasn't nothing but a pen joint. Well, maybe a cigar side joint. I don't remember, y'all. That they don't think I'm fit to be on the Supreme Court. Hey, I got the munchies. Let's do this quick and get out of here. I want to set y'all straight. When I start reviewing the law, I don't just review the law. Hell, y'all. I be token. And I toke it to the east. And I toke it to the west. And I toke it while I look up Sandra Day O'Connor's dress. I be token. <laughs> Let's go burn one, y'all. Well, you made it through part one of the Brit Summer Show. And I want to thank all of my terrestrial listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again this week. And I'll see you all right back here next week on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Hi, this is Britt Summers, here to tell you about Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization, the largest and most efficient food bank serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe counties. Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals, including children and older adults over the past year. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. Feeding South Florida has partnered with Amazon.com to deliver meal boxes to homebound older adults in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade counties. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And thank you for your support. That's FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And now, much more of Brit Summers. By Facebook request, although it has to do with 9-11 and the uh, Iraq war, parts of this thing, and I'm not going to retread it, there's still parts of this thing that uh, are relatable considering what happened last week. Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave As that Saudi-loving retard Points the bombers the wrong way And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow Bush like sheep 
The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country fucked up Ambling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American In the goddamn USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic fuck-ups Watching state-run news on a 65-inch screen Scratch your balls and fart Everything's okay In the goddamn USA yeah, no musicians died this week, so we made it through okay. That's a little bit of good news. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFloChannel.com, and, of course, the BritSummerShow.com. There's so many things I wanted to talk about. I'm not going to have enough time on this show. That's good. I'll save it for the next one. Uh, I want to thank everybody for contributing, and, of course, the underwriter of the show, for whom, if not for his help, would not have been made possible. Ernie! We love you! have to ask. I have no pants on. No. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round now wonder world. Yes, I Watch am. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's weaving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now! My wee-wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby. And let me show you how it works. Yeah. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. Boy, yeah. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. Yeah, it's the Brit Summer Show. Something I wanted to get to uh, uh, earlier in the show, but I, I'm not going to have it. Are you kidding me? I've been doing a Kazatsky about this for years on my show. I have drafted a letter to send to our representatives, and I'm starting with Corey Bush because she'll get it. Regarding uh, last week's uh, raid on our capital, which was in a major way perpetuated by Hate Talk AM radio. AM. And some, depending where you live, FM. FM. And I look forward to my presentation at a Democratic club that they actually followed through with letting me speak at, at another club. I've done this before. Always a great success. I mean, once I'm done, people understand what I'm saying. But they're, they're going to let me speak about broadcast media and how we do not have 
And very, very few. We got Tom Hartman. Okay. I can count a dozen shows on the air that uh, are, well, you could say liberal, progressive, uh, left-wing, whatever you want to call them. I'd like to say just radio information and entertainment. But on the hate talkers, you've got 50 goddamn million of them. Tons and tons and tons of nonstop eliminationist rhetoric, just hate-filled. You can smell the fumes coming out of the speakers. And that's what those people listen to. That's, I'll say it again, that's what... Yo, what you got the internet? What you got online? Yeah. What happened last week was implemented online and facilitated by AM FM radio without any oversight. In fact, with the endorsement of ownership, management, and of course, the FCC. Just don't say tits. Uh, Interesting thing. Friend of mine out in Las Vegas, Doug Bashin, who has a show there on KDWN. Check, Check this out. And you know my material. He played a, a comedy bit four months ago regarding Don Trump. And it was a, a, a fake emergency broadcast thing. Now, I don't know when they changed it, but my entire life it was called EBS, the Emergency Broadcast System. Okay, now it's called EAS, the Emergency Alert System. In other words, if we have a national emergency, it's just a alert. We thought you'd like to know. It doesn't have the same gravitas that emergency broadcasting system has. And and here's a here's a little fun fact that nobody knows. There is no system. There never was a system. It's just uh, if a nuclear bomb fell on your town, uh, the alarm would go. <laughs> You'd hear the clacks and the, the, the sound effect they use. And said, this is a message from the emergency broadcasting system or alert system. And he played a fake one on a comedy bit. I've done a thousand of those. And for everything that the radio stations were called about that for material that I've done, it was never for that. In fact, I, I'm, I, and I told him, I am totally shocked. I, I, I'm blown away that they even have that anymore because what that goes back to is an fcc regulation which kind of fell by the wayside in the 90s Uh, but after 9 11 it kind of came back on as a a a required thing you had to log every day but but nobody paid attention to it ever and then it became a comedy bit like this one here this is a test of the emergency broadcasting system Should there be a nuclear attack, run up and down the street with a saran wrap on your thing. This is only a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Should there be an emergency in your area, simply tune your radio to the Conalrad position on your dial. This is only a test. Okay, you may think it's funny, you may not, but the FCC didn't care. Now they care. (laughs) It's like, it's all right to invade our nation's capital at the behest of these hate talkers on the air. And that's all right. You can threaten the lives of our leadership. You can surround the capital in in Michigan and uh, threaten to kidnap and kill the governor. Sure, go right ahead. But don't say tits. Don't you dare say tits. Oh, I'm not done with the FCC. And of course, nobody knows what's going on at this stage. Ajit Pai, he's gone with his big greasy teeth and his giant coffee cup. He's out of the fucking building now. So no one's overseeing the FCC. Maybe there's an assistant lobbyist. It's just the FCC is just a lobby shop. Nothing more, nothing less. It is just telecom lobbyists. 
used to be communications attorneys and engineers. But that kind of brain power, the Democrats said in 1996, eh, we don't need that anymore. We don't need regulation or oversight anymore, except when you're doing a comedy bit or you say tits. Facilitating terrorism across this country, that's just dandy with the F-fucking-CC. Federal Communications Commission, which is a, a joke. And of course, I have no idea what filet mignon Claiborne's going to do. Senator Claiborne's daughter. I don't know what you... Uh, I don't know if she ever listened to a radio before. But if you really want to get to this, one of the symptoms of what happened in our nation's capital, it is AMFM radio. And to prove it, everything I've been saying, they know. And they've known this. And it's part of a long-term strategy. Cumulus last week distributed a memo among its talk show hosts. Mac Levin. Mark Levin, who talks this way and should have never, ever been on the air. Mark Levin. Yeah. They said, uh, tone it down. They said, stop lying about the election. Stop the lies. Just about that. You can lie about anything else. But no, you, you got to knock it off. They, they finally, it, it takes private industry. It takes the corporate part of America to actually get anything accomplished, especially now because we don't have any. Uh, not until uh, Biden sworn in, we have hadn't had any leadership in this country, and for the platforms, uh, Twitter and all the other social media, uh, Facebook, whatever it is, you know, they're a private company and they can make any rules they want, and that's what we have now, rather than government regulation. You like that better? That doesn't sound authoritarian to you. Corporate authoritarianism. That's what it is. Because they make the decisions. You have no say in it. With any governmental oversight uh, commission, uh, you can change the rules. Because the government is you. Yeah, everybody forgets that. But they issued this uh, memo saying, uh, tone down the rhetoric, Frederick. And uh, I don't know, what the, I don't listen to it, so I don't know what the reaction was. But just to give you an idea of how you have to understand yeah, they're online. Stop saying that. They're also in their cars and mainly trucks listening to their dashboard. What that dashboard has to say. And this is what they hear constantly, day in, day out. Now, some of these uh, are from uh, Fox News. It's Laura Ingram, fucker Tarlson, you know, but they all, they're all, whatever they're saying here is what they say on the radio over and over and over again. This may be a lot of things, this moment we're living through, but it is definitely not about black lives. And remember that when they come for you. You know, like Sarah said, they're not afraid to eat their own. Nobody is going to survive in that kind of environment. The mobs will come for everyone sooner or later. This is a civil war, and it's getting worse and worse. You're losing your freedom. Your freedom's gone. There is a, there's an urban civil war. There's a ghetto civil war going on here, and no one is paying attention. I think we're on the verge of civil war. You have a lot of violent left-wing mobs, Antifa mobs, saying that if you don't give us power, if you don't give our political wing, the Democratic Party, power, we're going to keep terrorizing your cities. This is exactly what happens when you support revolutionary Marxists who want to burn down the entire system and start a race war in our country. Joe Biden and his campaign that donated to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which bailed out terrorists, thugs, and criminals who were burning down the streets of Minnesota. Biden voters will get mad and start hurting people. Biden won't condemn right. Antifa. The, what they're doing is driving out our vote. Biden represents the hard left, which, is, which basically involves anti-white racism. We need to see some dead thugs littering the landscape in Atlanta. We need more dead thugs in this city. Democrats are going to have to. They're going to be forced to in the next two years, hopefully within the next year, because when the midterms come around, we're going to lose both houses again. It's just going to happen. And they're going to have to pay attention to this and take it seriously. Broadcast radio. It's still on the air. It's still a force. It still outnumbers our voices 500 to 1. 
Well, what's the FCC concerned about? The the checks they get from Big Telecom, AT and T, Verizon, and all the way down. That's all their. That's all these. And hopefully that's going to change. But I doubt it. But if it doesn't, we're screwed. Because nobody except me and a few others take this seriously. And those few others actually carry some weight. Not like me. I'm talking Tom Hartman, who, who outside of the um, impeachment shows, he's been banging a harping on it every day. And he's the only real national voice we have. That's it. They've got like 300 of them. I just, all I want to do in the end is bring it to their attention and, and help them understand what we're up against. Because that's not even a thought or a consideration to any Democrat in a leadership position. I kill myself to explain it to everybody. And maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I'm not going to stop. See, see, right now, like a WIOD, any clear channel station, anybody who goes on there and incites violence against other people and makes accusations that are actionable in a court of law, they get a raise. Used to get fired for that, but now they get a promotion and a publicist. It's going to get worse with Biden in there with no oversight. So I'm appealing to filet mignon Claiborne uh, to rescind the 96 Telecom Act, redraft it, rewrite the law, to make it uh, actually update it, and at the same time bring back, and I'm always getting jokes about this because on my website it says, the only licensed transgender broadcast, I'll play that jingle in a moment, but it's true. There was a time if you were going to work anywhere near a publicly broadcast microphone, you had to be licensed by the Federal Communications Commission. Third class, second class, a first class license. Mine was a first and you had to get it renewed every two years. Why was that? Because if you were a troublemaker, if you were anybody like Mike Levin or uh, Hannity or any of these hate stokers out there, you would, by the old rules, have lost your license. And that means you, maybe there was a, a period of time where you could get it back, but that, that means that you would not have a place to work. No one would hire you. And at that point, there were like uh, 200 radio stations in one town. So if you got fired from one, you just got in your car, drove down the street and got another job. That, that, that's all gone now. But I, I, I'm hesitant to comment on filet mignon claiborne because i i don't know where her head's at on this i mean she's not a radio person naturally they would never put anybody who is a radio person in charge of the federal communications commission and that goes back to obama that goes back to bush when they put michael powell's son in charge it's always somebody's son or somebody's daughter yeah i mean okay trump took it to the limit but democrats they did their share of nepotism. They're doing it now. Here's a favor granted to you. The only licensed transgender broadcaster licensed. Well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summit Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! will clean up all your talking in a manner such as this. They will make you take a tinkle when you want to take a piss. And they'll make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss. Here's the plain situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. They're as stuffy as the stuffiest of special interest groups. Make a joke about your bowels and they order in the troops. Any baby with a brain could tell them everybody poops. Take a tip, take a lesson. You'll never win by messing with the fellas at the freaking FCC. And if you find yourself with some young sexy thing, you're gonna have to do her with your ding you can't say penis so they sent this little warning they're prepared to do their worst and they stuck it in your mailbox hoping you could be coerced i can think of quite another place they should have stuck it first they may just be neurotic or possibly psychotic they're the fellas at the freaking fcc 
found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. With that historical impeachment, uh, I'm sure many of us, more than usual, have been glued to the cable news networks, MSNBC and CNN, primarily those two. I mean, anybody with half a brain or doesn't have a lubricated catheter up their ass or up their thing, uh, they're watching Fox News. But every functioning human being is what that's the only two networks available. I mean, down here, that's all we got. We got no news on the radio or anything. Um, they're doing, I have to give them props, they've been doing a pretty good job. I just got one complaint on CNN, and I don't know why she's spotlighted on there. I don't get it. Uh, on CNN, <laughs> she seems like a perfectly nice girl she's <laughs> and she's pretty uh, but when jake tapper comes on with his dais dana bash and abby phillip abby phillip i'm sorry i'm so sorry david chillian i can't stand that guy with no neck but abby phillip okay we've in the past year have had a pandemic so the commercials for Captain Obvious have obviously not been on the air. Uh, she could be the new Captain Obvious. She has nothing, nothing to say. Like right after the impeachment vote took place, there was Tapper Bash, who throws a great party. And what do you call it? Yes. And Abby Phillip, who every time she's on, she just states the obvious. Yes, Jake, it was terrible what happened at the Capitol building. Yes, Jake, my clock now says 3.15 p.m. Well, she's like, uh, kind of like, without laughing at everything you say, uh, Robin Gibbons to Howard Stern. Robin just uh, laughs at everything. He gives the time. She's just goes so hysterical. Uh, but the, she doesn't laugh with Jake. She just repeats what he says and agrees with it. So it it's pointless to have her on air. And I'm sure she's a very nice person, but she stinks. They've got no shortage of qualified personnel to be on that, uh, to be a, a contributor. I guess that's what they're called. Um, or an analyst, uh, former prosecutor, Laura Coates. She comes to mind. She's a brilliant woman. She'd be great on there. She would ha actually have something worth listening to to say. <laughs> I mean, I, sound, this, I admit it sounds mean. I don't want to be mean. I'm sure she's very nice. But if you're watching CNN to get an informed opinion on, on things that are happening right now, she's just going to repeat what's going on. The sun has come up today. You know who I like? Um, Nyla uh, Malika Henderson who I call Nyla Henderson, you know, other than the 50-mile-long uh, name, she's really good. I think she even gets an anchor spot over the weekend, but I mean, even her, she'd be great. Why can't uh, Jake put her on the dais or hold court with Jake? I mean, she's everywhere. This morning, 
She was on this. Oh, Jesus. It was like she got a call from David Chilean. Hello, Abby. I need you to come into the studio this morning to stare blankly at the camera and state obvious things. Joe Biden seems quite confident. I don't know who she knows. She must have one hell of a publicist. Uh, but Abby Phillip, no. No. I woke up this morning and I fed my face. Had a breakfast burrito at some greasy place with hash browns and a side of sausage. This concludes the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFloChannel.com, the Brit Summer Show, and SoundCloud. Thanks for tuning in and tolerating my hysterics today. And I'll be back next week with a whole lot more hysterical uh, diatribes (laughs) to entertain you with. And entertainment is all it really is because, as Bernie would say, at the end of the day... I'm just a crazy tranny from South Florida. Before I sign off, I just want to say that uh, I'm, I'm concerned about the inauguration. I know they took all kinds of security measures and all this, but I have said uh, since last week with the uh, insurrection, the terrorist attack on the Capitol, outdoor inauguration ceremony, and that's what it is, a ceremony, not a good idea. You know, not, even with all the security, you can have all the armed forces descending upon the D.C. or whatever it is, build fences to the moon. I still say, take it inside. Undisclosed location. I mean, everybody's on Zoom right now in a pandemic. Everybody's online. We can all watch it online or uh, they can stream it on television. It doesn't have to be pageantry. It doesn't have to be a ceremony. Exceptions can be made at this time. We're going to have three ex-presidents there. We're going to have all of our Congress, Senate, just like last week. They're all going to be just sitting there in the bleachers with the spilkies waiting for something to happen. So I, I, I strongly suggest just the crazy tranny in South Florida says you ought to take it indoors. I mean, uh, hopefully nothing will happen. I just uh, I think with all the precautions they're taking after what happened last week, that somehow seems inadequate at this stage. Am I a scared? Actually, I'm just being cautious. Because you're dealing with a murderous element of the population of this country, which is about 3%. But they've got the airwaves. They've got the megaphone. They've got control of the communications infrastructure. And we don't. No. Anyway... That being said, I'll see you all again here next week. And until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, Inauguration rhymes with undisclosed location. Please. you find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show. 210 years ago this March, astronomer William Herschel discovered the planet Uranus. 
To commemorate this historic event, your public library is proud to present a special salute to Uranus, complete with books and magazines to help you study Uranus, and a special display that allows you to examine Uranus more closely. Why, after one visit, you'll be able to find Uranus with both hands tied behind your back. So stop by your library and discover Uranus today.